0: So we are just over one month away from the Southwest Parking and Transportation Association, also known as SWAPTA, 2021 Annual Fall Conference in Las Vegas, Nevada, from October 25th to October 27th at the Golden Nugget Hotel. Attendees rave about the positive experience, the refreshing network approach, and the value of the resources provided. Unlike other conferences, rather than a traditional trade show, Swapta provides interactive sessions and engaging network opportunities. For example, there is no trade show floor. Instead, sponsors present their products and services during the sessions in fun and interactive presentations. Most of the educational sessions are interactive and require audience participation. Speakers and topics are carefully curated with the priority on what is relevant and what will keep attendees engaged. Networking events start with top golf, where even the non-golfers can have a great time meeting peers and sponsors. The president's reception prior to the conference kickoff is always a great time, and this year there will be a talent show during the evening event on day two. We won't put out any spoilers, but some of the performers are pretty well-known parking folks and may have been previous guests on the parking podcast. The conference is very affordable, and municipalities, airports, and other agencies are being offered free registration as well as scholarships for travel expenses if budgets are a concern. For more information, visit southwestparking.org, or you can email previous podcast guest and SWAPTA board member Brandy Stanley at bstanley at lasvegasnevada.gov. To show you what SWAPTA is all about, I will be rebroadcasting an episode with current SWAPTA president, Andrew Viter, where we discuss all things SWAPTA. Thanks for listening. The Parking Podcast is brought to you by the International Parking and Mobility Institute, the world's largest association for professionals in the parking, mobility, and transportation industry. Learn more at parking-mobility.org. You're listening to the Parking Podcast. Views and opinions are my own. Welcome back to another episode of the Parking Podcast. Joining us on the podcast today is Andrew Vidor, Director of Studies with Walker Consultants in the Denver, Colorado office, who have been big supporters of the podcast. I've had a lot of uh, Walker Consultants on the podcast. I love it. You guys are so talented and bring a lot. But how are you doing today, Andrew?
1: Isaiah, thanks for having me. It's a great day, and uh, we're really excited to be back talking with you again, although we're not talking about Walker Consultants today, are we?
0: No, we're going to talk about Swapta, which I have a lot of, uh, I've seen you guys are doing a lot of great things, so I reached out to you. So, so thankful for you joining the podcast, but I think we have some stuff that our listeners really are going to want to hear. But before we get into that, same question I ask everyone, Andrew, how did you land in the wonderful world of parking?
1: Well, it's an interesting story, actually. I've been with Walker Consultants since 2004 and actually joined them before I graduated college on a summer internship. And at that time, I had the opportunity to get to know the company and some of the folks at the company in our Kalamazoo, Michigan office, which is where our company was founded in 1965. And so I spent the summer Doing field work and uh, dragging some chains with the restoration group, learning the ropes in that part of the business. Return back to college and finish my degree at Michigan Tech, up in the UP of Michigan. And as I was looking around the country for you know my first career to college, I stumbled back across Walker again and interviewed and thought, boy, I know the people, I know the culture, I know the place, and what a fantastic opportunity to be invited back. So I came back full-time and started working as a design engineer, doing restoration engineering, and working with some of the new design folks, helping them with some of the shop drawings. After about five or six years of that, I started working in the consulting side of the business, working on planning studies and getting some experience on the operation and technology side. And the history is uh, from that day and the spring of 2004 when I first joined the company. I've had the opportunity to work all over the U.S. with all of our different offices and all different client types and was uh, pleasured to be able to have the opportunity when we were doing some work in the Middle East, working in Saudi Arabia and the United Arab Emirates. So, I've seen some of the East as West. It's been a really fun ride the last 16 years.
0: Wow. So, you actually got to go and work in that area? I did. I traveled over to
1: Saudi Arabia about three or four times. We were working for Saudi Aramco and the King Abdulaziz Center of World Culture project, which was a massive $1 billion development project. And that was a really fun opportunity to work on that and then had the opportunity to do a few projects in the UAE for the Dubai Mall and some work in a line for some planning work. So it's been really fun, cool, high profile, very intense projects.
0: Yeah, that's pretty cool stuff. I've had the opportunity to travel to about three provinces in Canada for work, but uh, that's about it. hope to get to, to Europe one day and that'd be really cool to check out the Middle East like, like you had. So that's, that's a really great story. So, um, and now, of course, you primarily focus on on parking studies. Uh, So, tell us a little bit more about your role as director of studies. As
1: director of studies in our Denver, Colorado office, I focus on the Colorado region, which is a nine-state region. And we're responsible for leading and completing all the planning, operations, and technology projects that Walker Consultants does for all the different client types. So we get the opportunity to visit folks in Colorado and New Mexico and Arizona and Utah, and Wyoming, Montana, the list goes on. But we have a pretty big territory. And what's interesting about that is there's a lot of uncharted land in that territory uh, because of the dense population centers in some of these big open broad states. So it's a pleasure to be able to do that. And we have a lot of fun
0: that's awesome, man. And then kind of the region you just talked about is kind of the same region as SWAPTA, I think. So that's uh, one reason I hounded you down for the podcast. So SWAPTA is doing some really, really cool things. Of course, that stands for Southwest Parking and Transportation Association. Um, I've talked to just with the parking podcast and talked with a lot of state and regionals who've, you know, they've, they've been hurting 2020. They, they, they rely on that conference for funding. A lot of the sponsors are having to back out just because the budgets are decimated and members can't afford the membership fees. And some of them did not get their uh, deposits back, some did. So uh, it's been pretty dark out there for state and regionals. But I know one bright spot is what I've been seeing on social media and talking with different members about what SWAPT has been doing some really, really cool stuff to stay connected. So I just want to take a minute to talk about SWAPT. So, what Is SWAPTA and what do you do with it with SWAPTA?
1: Good question. So the Southwest Parking and Transportation Association is the state and regional association associated with IPMI. So it's the Regional Parking and Transportation Mobility Association. I am currently the active president uh, going into my second year as president for the organization, served on the board of directors for a number of years previous. And 2020 really was an incredible year for organization at our December annual meeting we highlighted a lot of those successes and i really appreciate the interest in you having me share with your listeners what our organization is doing i think there's a lot of really good opportunities to share some successes and some things that we didn't really expect along the way and the way we were able to overcome so in 2020 so much went right for us. You know, financially we were able to have all of our funds and our deposits from our spring conference that was canceled returned and that's, you know, great thanks to our association manager, Don Marti. She does a great job managing those contracts for us and, you know, having those finances refunded, you know, was able to give us a strong balance. I know that a couple of our deposits from our fall conference in 2020 that was canceled were also refunded again i think that's a lot to do with don's hard work and past relationships with some of the host sites that we've worked with and you know resiliency certainly has a lot to do with the success of the organization as well you know we couldn't have accomplished this Without the efforts from our board of directors, you know, which I should remind everybody, you know, we're a volunteer organization, much like many other SRAs are. And we all have full time jobs, we have families, we have other obligations that we want to do in our personal lives. And a lot of that success really comes down to the ongoing hard work of our board and their tireless effort. You know, we planned. We pivoted, we planned, we had scenario based plans more times than I can remember for any one particular thing that we do, and I think that planning and, and being nimble and flexible and realizing that we need to have a couple of different options at our disposal has a lot to do with that success, and that momentum is going to continue into 2021 as well
0: yeah, and I think you're you're spot on and I We've had a couple of shout out, give a quick shout out. We've had a couple of your board members on the podcast before. So I don't know if they're current or past, but uh, Julie Dixon, Brandy Stanley, they've both been on the podcast to name a few.
1: Yeah, and Brandy Stanley is our swag box Coordinator, and we can share a little bit about that. And Julie Dixon is our immediate past president. So both of those individuals are still highly involved, with the organization and put in a tremendous amount of time and effort. We can't thank them as well as the other board members enough for the hard work that they put in.
0: Yeah. And you just mentioned Swagbox. So some people may be wondering what that is. We're going to talk about that in just a second. But I remember when kind of the world shut down, if you will, in March and and having the conversation with our team. How do we stay connected? That's the most important thing right now: staying connected with our employees, our coworkers, our clients, our customers. And I've seen a lot of creative stuff out there. From I talked about this on a previous episode, but uh, I think it was the Pittsburgh Pirates. They, a season ticket holder from you know from previous years, was sent a baseball with a nice plaque and a certificate that said, "This foul ball was hit into the stands where you are normally a." You normally would have been there, you would have caught this. Here's the ball, you know, like just cool stuff to to stay connected. But as far as state and regionals, I think SWAPTA is leading the way. So let's talk about those. So, uh, what is a SWAPTA swag box? What is that?
1: The SWAPTA swag box has a really unique story. We started talking in the spring of 2020 about what we were going to do for our fall conference. At that time, still thinking that. There's no way we couldn't have a fall conference. Everybody would be together, right? Mm -hmm. And so we knew that there would probably be a couple people that wouldn't be able to attend in person. And at our conferences, our fall conferences, we have all sorts of different swag that ties into the events. It ties into the technical sessions. It ties into the fun activities that we do during breaks. And so that stuff's distributed to all of our Conference attendees at certain points throughout the conference when they become appropriate to give out because this, our conferences are very much interactive and inclusive and really relies on everybody engaging. And so we thought, boy, you know what would be fun is if we could send this box of items, whatever they were, to the people that couldn't attend in person. That way, when we had an activity that you needed to have a prop or a piece of swag or whatever it was to participate with, you could. It out of the box, and join in just the same. So we got to the conversation, boy, wouldn't that be fun? And we thought, okay, well, what does it take to do that? It takes us knowing what all of those items are before the conference actually happens. In, in most cases, what would happen is a vendor, a sponsor, a speaker would just bring those items with them, and most people wouldn't know what was going to happen next. So we had to start planning months in advance about we need to know what all these different items are. We need to get them shipped to us and we need to package them all up and ship them to our members. Well, again, this is where we come back to planning, planning, having another scenario option and then pivoting. So we canceled the conference in person and said, we are still gonna have member engaging events. And one of the things that came up was, well, what if we just sent a monthly box of swap to swag, to our members, just the conference box. One time in September, we'll send some stuff out. Okay, wouldn't that be fun? And then the idea came up of, what if our sponsors wanted to put their swag in the box? Okay, great, we'll throw that in the box too. And then it turned into this kind of ongoing idea of, let's do this every single month. Let's send out a box to our members each month that's full of Swap to Swag, full of our sponsor swag, And then other things that you might need tied to our monthly social events. And it's taken, you know, a breath of its own. It's really fun. There's nothing more exciting than a box of goodies showing up that's not an Amazon box. And it shows up every month on your doorstep into your house or to your place of business if you're back at the office. And the excitement that people get from having these boxes show up is really fun If you go on to our social media channels, you can see people opening their boxes, using their goodies, taking the pieces that are associated with the social event and using them and putting it into play in their own daily lives. We've seen pictures of people using their coffee mugs at baseball games. The famous Swapta shot glass that's given out at the conference has traveled all over the country this summer from a number of different people. I know that I saw a picture of some people on Thanksgiving using some of the items that were in the box for November and cooking on Thanksgiving Day. So in December box, we had our ornament. And so my swapped ornament is all packed away for next year. And there are things that people use and love.
0: I love it. Yeah, I know there's different things like my my son is into the Avengers and different comic book stuff and you can get these boxes where they send you different stuff each month. He wanted some of those. I think there's some for pets too, Bark Box, and different things that exciting to get the, you don't know what's in it. You get something new every month. So that's really, really cool. And we'll just go keep going down the list. I made some notes if you'll, if you will, just talk about some of these that you've done to keep members engaged. So you got the swap to box Cooking with Carmen. So I know Carmen, tell us about that one.
1: Yeah. So again, You know, our organization is all about inclusivity and fun and member engagement. And with the swag box, we wanted it to be a way to engage with our members actively and proactively. So by providing some of the sponsors opportunities to include items in the box, they can engage with their members, maybe not face-to-face, but with products or their logo. And so We thought, wouldn't it be fun if we can take the box and associate it with a social event each month? Now, everybody's been on Zoom happy hours, and those lost their luster pretty quick. Well, we decided to do an activity, which is socially related, not a technical session, each month. And the swag box has a theme to our monthly event. So, Cooking with Carmen, Carmen Dinell with Pay by Phone is was on our board uh, she was our VP in 2020 and the idea came up of let's do a cooking show and so Carmen took an hour did a cooking show on making poutine and so in our swag box we included a potato because poutine includes french fries and a can of gravy and so that's the connection between the social member engagement events and the swag box So, cooking with Carmen was really fun. She did a live cooking demonstration on how to make it, which is a traditional, you know, Canadian dish. Carmen lives in Canada, in Vancouver. And so, it was really fun. And there were probably three or four different people that cooked along and made their dish at the same time. So, that was really fun to watch. I love it. So, we've you know, incorporated our social member engagement events into the swag boxes, which has been a lot of fun.
0: No, that's great. And then and, uh, another one was the mask competition, so or mask decorating competition, where we're all masked out. We, we get annoyed with the mask, but you guys had a had a twist to see who can, I don't know if it had to be parking theme or just, just decorate a, a mask. Tell us about that one.
1: So the fun things, you know, that we're doing are around being lighthearted and having fun. And so in September, we included a blank mask to include on um, the box. And so that social event was decorating a mask any way you wanted it to be decorated. And I will tell you, our members are loving this stuff. And it's so much fun each month to get on these social events and see people's creativity. We had everything from a mask that you could drink out of with a straw, one of the contestants put in a light system that would turn green if you were far enough away, and if you came within six feet, it would take red. So you think, well, okay, this is easy. We'll just decorate a mask. We could have that done in five or 10 minutes. People are spending hours and putting hours into these competitions in some of these months that are actual contests. And so it's great to see the interactivity with our members. Uh, some of our events, we've actually had, you know, members' kids participate, their pets. It's been a family affair. So there's a lot of fun that's come out of it, not just for our members but their families as well.
0: That's awesome. Well, so what are some other ones that you guys have done? It seems like almost every month you have a different theme or different idea to go with the holiday or the season or the month. But uh, what are some? I think there was maybe a gingerbread. You had to build a not a house but a, a garage out of out of the typical ingredients for a gingerbread house is that is that one that you guys did
1: our december event was super fun and it was building a gingerbread garage we've all built gingerbread houses so our sponsor from december provided the basic components to build a gingerbread garage some graham crackers some signs and the rest was you know to your imagination and so we had a couple of different categories we had the largest gingerbread garage we had the most realistic, and then we had the best holiday theme, gingerbread garage. So I will tell you again, people are putting a lot of time into this. We're seeing gingerbread garages that were four feet tall, some of them that had moving gate arms. Oh. Didn't realize we're actually made out of gingerbread. You would say, wow, this actually has all the intricate components to a parking garage the headache clearance bar,
0: the loops. Did it have garage. loops?
1: We saw some with loops made <laughs> out of uh, pretzel sticks. So it was a oh, lot wow. of fun to do. That's great. I know that I spent about a half a day with, with my kids on a Sunday as part of our promo video for the event, making the garages. And that one you know, had a lot of intricacies for a couple of kids building it and dad just in charge of making sure I put enough frosting to hold the thing together. So it was a lot of fun.
0: Uh, And I'm a fan of The Office, the show The Office. So they have their Dundee's annual awards. So you guys are doing an annual awards virtual banquet in January. Tell us about that one.
1: So each year we have an award of excellence competition that is part of our annual conference. And members are able to submit for free awards in a number of different categories, including Best Technology Project, Parking Professional of the Year, Parking Organization of the Year, Best Parking Garage Design or Restoration, and Parking Ambassador of the Year. And we did that submission in December, which was uh, coincidentally concurrent with the extension of IPMIs. And in January, we are hosting our annual awards banquet. So, in true swap to fashion, the hosts of the event will be wearing their gala clothes. I know that there's a tuxedo to be worn and a ball gown, and the January box is going to have contents that you would need at an awards banquet. So, we'll be giving out the awards for the nominations, and we'll be sharing all the nominations with our Attendees at that gala that evening. So it's a fun way to still be able to carry on some of that tradition in a non traditional way.
0: I'm glad you guys are still doing that. And also, I love that you recognize frontline employees as well. So kudos to Swapta for that. And and what about just maybe outside of parking? Any, what have you seen that companies have been doing to stay engaged with their members that you feel were really strong or maybe things you thought about implementing or you may implement in the future? Uh, So What else have you seen out there may lead to some inspiration for other other companies?
1: You know, copying sometimes is the greatest form of flattery. And creativity comes from places you least expect it. And there's a couple examples of things that we've done that we took great ideas from other people outside of the parking industry and said, wouldn't this be fun? You know, the idea of cooking with Carmen came from the John Ledger, who's the CEO of T-Mobile, was doing at one point the slow cooker Sundays. And Carmen, Danelle, and I were talking about, what if we did a cooking show? And this is where the idea of cooking with Carmen came from, really, is seeing these other creative things, right? A, A cell phone provider has nothing to do with slow cookers and cooking food on Sundays, but it's a way that he can stay connected and engaged with their customers. Another cool thing that we did came from the idea of Bark Box. So, Bark Box is kind of like a swag box, except for dogs or cats or probably any animal, I guess, that you want to send stuff to. And in one of our board members' Bark Boxes, she got a Mad Lib that was obviously dog themed because she gets Bark Boxes. And we thought, you know what? What if we did a parking themed mad
0: lib? So oh, did you guys do my kids love those? Did you guys actually do it?
1: We did. We included it in one of our boxes last year, and it was <laughs> it was great. super great. It was about Bert and Ernie going to try and find a place to park. And if you're not familiar with what a mad lib is, it's basically a pre-filled-out form and you ask a friend. And in this case, you had to phone a parking friend or a parking professional and ask them for nouns, adjectives, verbs, yep. actions, and they're a lot of fun. So we can include that maybe in the show notes if somebody wants to do a Mad Lib with some of their parking professionals or maybe see how Bert and Ernie had the best or worst parking experience ever based off of the comments that come in from friends.
0: That's great. We yeah uh, we got to have a, a best one. My kids are pretty predictable when they were Younger, you know, they would want to use their potty words, and they would just giggle as I would read a serious story, and then their potty word would would, would enter the story, so uh, hopefully uh, our parking uh, managers are a little more mature, but I wouldn't be surprised to see some pretty funny ones so uh, that's awesome so I guess what do you what would you say is the biggest takeaway from all this, or any you know success stories or examples you can provide about how these uh, solutions help to keep members engaged or maybe some stats about you only lost 10% members or did you gain members? I'm just curious. Uh, it, that was a lot of questions. So maybe just any big takeaways you, you would say from, from all, the, all these creative things you did to keep members engaged?
1: Well, aside from our finances are strong thanks to our sponsorship dollars that come in and being able to provide our sponsors ways to stay engaged with the swag box. Membership's actually grown 30% in 2020.
0: And three, zero, 30%? Re zero 30% growth. Wow, that's crazy. With no, no in person conference, it's grown 30%. Wow,
1: part of that, Isaiah, speaks volumes to the resiliency of the work that our volunteer board of directors is doing. You know, it takes time and it takes lots of time. The kind of time that we didn't imagine when we said we'll just pack some stuff in a box each month. And send a hundred of them out to members. Well, we realized that it takes a lot more time than that. We're probably spending well over a hundred hours a month just in the swag box and packing and shipping those. And so, you know, that goes to the credit of Brandy Stanley, who leads that committee, packing them at her house with her daughter. And Maria Tameo Soto, who is our current secretary, who also lives in Las Vegas. She works for the Las Vegas Convention Center. And they get together every month and spend an entire weekend packing these boxes. And even before that, there's so much coordination that takes place between the varying committees. Uh, We have to get the social events going. We have to coordinate those social events with the boxes. We have to have the technical webinars coordinated so they can be included in the box content. We have to have the sponsors secured. And the sponsorship dollars don't come on their own. It takes a lot of phone calls and talking with our past sponsors to do that. So, if there's one thing I would say and you're thinking to yourself, we should do a swag box, I certainly would encourage you to do it because it's worked out well. But don't underestimate the amount of time that it takes to do it because it is a tremendous amount.
0: I can of time. imagine. And now, talk about pers- prospective members. Is this, do you have to live in the Southwest to join SWAPTA? Is this isolated in just a few states or me being in Tennessee or, or Ohio, would there be benefits to me joining SWAPTA?
1: So we joke and say there's a Southwest in every state. <laughs>
0: there really is. <laughs>
1: but, but to be fair to the other state and regional associations, we're not trying to in any way pick off your members or poach your members from you. We want to offer through our membership, being inclusive, being engaging, and that's what's important to us. And if you feel that you live in Ohio or Tennessee and you can get something out of that from our organization, we'd love to have you. Our technical events are free. You don't need to be a member to attend that. You don't need to be a member to attend our social events. So if you want to check out and see what we're doing, you know, by all means, do that. I would say, you know, the reason why you would want to participate in some of our events or anyone else's events, frankly, is that, you know, borders don't exist right now behind Zoom or Teams or GoToMeeting or whatever else you're using. And there's technical content to be had for all. And if you live in Ohio or Tennessee or California or New Mexico, you know, if you're in the parking business as a parking manager, as an operator, as a technology provider, in one way, shape, or form, you're probably facing some of the same issues. And so, if we are able to connect, share, and educate, which is our mission, with any, any of those people, then I think as an industry, we've succeeded. And it's not at that point about what organization you Associate yourself with what your geography is, or the likewise. But you know, this is a small group of people, and in our industry, and we need to be connected and, and stay together and know who you can talk to about questions. In April, we actually did a joint webinar with the Mid Atlantic Parking and Transportation Association. So I think that's a great example of. There were no borders there. We broke those down and collaborated together to share information about what the industry is facing and dealing with.
0: Do you think, you know, I know the first vaccines are rolling out now. Do you think some of these takeaways, some of these creative online solutions, is that something you can continue even as the world returns to normal in the next few years?
1: I think whether we want to or not is probably more the question in my mind. I'd love to believe that we could all get together in a few months. I think the reality of that is a couplefold. There will be some that absolutely will, and some that want to, and are scratching at the walls to do that now. There's probably others that aren't as comfortable doing that right now and are going to be hesitant to gather in large groups or in close proximity. And in other cases, budgets may not allow for travel. I know that a lot of different industries within our sector are are hurting. And so as a result of that, we may be faced to live in a virtual world or a semi-virtual world for a while. And since that's probably the likely reality, at least a portion of the reality, that we need to continue to find these creative ways to keep people engaged. You know, there's nothing more frustrating than just having to phone it in To to another web meeting or another Zoom meeting, and you've turned your video off, right? And are just kind of phoning it in, so to speak. I can tell you that at our events and our social events and our webinars, our members, our attendee at those events are not phoning it in. They are highly engaged. They're really enjoying being there. And again, this is, you know, an association, so you're there by choice. And the number of attendees that we have at these events hasn't dropped in the last five months. In fact, we're seeing the number of attendees and the new attendees at our events continue to increase. And I think that has a lot to do with this is a small industry and people are talking about the fun things that the Southwest Parking and Transportation Association are doing. And they either A, want to see it for themselves or you know, B,
0: be a part of it because they're looking for that engagement with their peers. And you talk about being a part of it. So how can listeners learn more about SWAPTA?
1: Well, there's a couple of ways to stay engaged. The first and easiest way to check out everything that's going on is to visit our website at southwestparking.org. There you can link to all of the past technical webinars from 2020. They're all recorded. Uh, You can pull those up for free and take a listen. There's no membership required to pull that information. You can also see what upcoming events we have, both social events and technical webinars. It's really easy to join and become a member. It's $250 annually. Again, that's for a member company. An incredible price if you think about it. I'm getting a box of goodies showing up at your house every month. Well, the value of that probably alone is worth the membership. We also have a large social media platform that we're leveraging. That includes LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Take your social media channel of choice and follow us and see what's going on. We've always had a social media platform. And yeah, last year, we really stepped up our game. And you know, thanks to Maria Temea Soto with the Las Vegas Convention Center, who's our current secretary. She's really stepped up and put a ton of work into that. And we are seeing the benefits and return for our members of that. You know, our member engagement rate is really high. So that's the way that you can check us out. You can also get your own swag box membership online. You can buy a single box for yourself. You can ship a box to a friend. You can buy a four-pack, a six-pack, a membership. Whatever suits your fancy, you can buy all that stuff online. And then sponsorships can be paid for online as well. So if you're missing out and getting in front of other members or prospective clients in the industry, sponsoring and participating in the swapped Swag Box is another great way to be engaged.
0: Yeah, hats off to those vendors and operators and suppliers out there that are still sponsoring and working with state and regionals and a needed time. So hats off to them. And what about Walker Consultants? Uh, Just a great company. Some listeners may not be too familiar. So just tell us a little bit about uh, Walker Consultants.
1: Yeah. Walker Consultants is a nationwide team of around 300 engineers, planners, architects, parking operators, parking technology specialists, forensic engineers, scientists, and transportation engineers. So we have a a large, deep bench of experts in anything that could be touched in our industry. You can find us in any one of our 24 offices in the U.S. To connect with one of the professionals nearest you, go to walkerconsultants.com and find the office nearest you or follow us on your social media platform
0: of choice. Yeah, and I will put Swapta's website and Walker Consultants' website in the show notes. So Andrew, thank you so much for for number one, for your leadership with Swapta and what you guys have been doing to be a bright spot and what's been a a dark year for a lot of uh, parking professionals and companies. And thank you for joining the podcast.
1: Isaiah, I appreciate you having us on today. You know, the organization is thrilled that we were invited to join you and your listeners and we're excited to continue to push forward in the industry and make our parking, transportation, mobility network continue to grow.
0: Absolutely. Have a great week, Andrew.
1: All right. Thanks. You too.
0: This episode is brought to you by Parker Technology, the customer experience solution of choice in the parking industry. Parker's Solution puts a virtual ambassador in every lane to help parking guests pay and get on their way in under a minute. Parker helps capture revenue, provides better customer service, enables your staff to focus on other on-site tasks and keeps traffic moving, all according to your business rules. With the Parker solution, you'll also enjoy access to real-time call data and recordings. Learn more at helpmeparker.com slash parkingpodcasts.